welcome to this week's terrific teachers interviews. I hope you enjoyed the interview this week. Today, I'll be interviewing Mr. Gamble. Hello. Well, Mr. Gamble, how are you doing today? I'm very, very nervous, Amber. I sit behind this desk each week while you do your interviews and weekly roundups and sort of think it's all very easy. And now I'm actually sat in the hot seat being interviewed. I'm suddenly very, very nervous for some reason. Don't be nervous. It's just chatting. Mm-hmm. But the word interview probably makes you nervous. Yes, but you've asked me to bring a guitar in, which makes me even more nervous. <laughs> to show your talent, of course. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get started. First question, where are you from? Also, please tell us five interesting facts about your hometown. Oh, my life. Um, I'm from a very small place, uh, roughly in the middle of England, called Sutton in Ashfield. Um, five interesting facts about Sutton in Ashfield. Wow, that's going to be really, really difficult. Uh, number one, I believe it's the town in England that is the furthest away from the seaside as it's possible to be, which is only about 80 miles, which is not very far but I don't believe there's anywhere else in the UK you can be that's more than 80 miles away from the sea. So that's the first interesting fact. Second interesting fact about Sutton and Ashfield. Oh, my, my. Oh, it was once very famous for making ladies' tights, women's tights and stockings. It was a massive industry. There were lots and lots of factories in our town uh, that made ladies' tights, um, and now there are absolutely none of those left at all. They've all moved and gone elsewhere. Similarly, we also had lots of um, coal mines around our local area. The whole of Nottinghamshire, the county that the town is in, uh, was very famous for coal mining. Um, but again, they've all been closed down and lots of people are unemployed. So that's two, three, four. I don't think there are any more interesting facts about Sutton and Ashfield. Oh, I know. We've got, I think it's the largest sundial in a public square Ooh. in England, which cost an awful lot of money and caused an awful lot of trouble at the time. Ah, I know. And the last thing I'm going to tell you about my hometown is there's a street called Outham Street, which is like the sort of high street of the small town. And the last time I drove down that street with my wife and family, which was about three years ago now, Ooh. we counted, I think it was 40-something fast food outlets, takeaways. There you go. It's not very interesting, but then again, Sutton Ashfield's not an interesting place. Well, definitely for people who didn't know that town. Well, for people who didn't know about that town, which is called... Sutton in Ashfield. And here you go. Five interesting facts from Mr. Gamble. My advice, don't don't go and visit. It's really not worth the effort to get there. (laughs) Well, it was nice knowing some interesting facts about the town. Next question. What are the main jobs you do? What are the main jobs that I do uh-huh. here at TES? Uh-huh. Um, well, obviously, Little Bear Radio and editing all these podcasts together and broadcasting them. That's that's job number one. That's very important. Uh, I'm responsible for student behavior. Actually, the students are responsible for their behavior. I'm unfortunately the person that has to go and speak to people when they've not been behaving quite as they should do. Uh, on the flip side to that, I also get to go and speak to people who have been outstanding in other areas and give them rewards and things. So that's quite cool. Uh, I also do a lot of work around timetabling and duty schedules, making pe- making sure there are rooms available for people. Uh, and I'm my, I suppose one of my biggest jobs at the moment is working with the IT department on the one-to-one device rollout for next year uh, and making sure that um, our 
integrated technology curriculum. So the fact, like you guys in year six were doing the eco cities recently. Mm-hmm. So I work a lot with uh, Mr. Chung, Frank, in the IT department there uh, and supporting him to support you to make sure you've got all the bits and pieces you need, like 3D printers, drills, glue guns, soldering irons and all those kind of things. Cool. Following this question is actually next question as well. Out of all of your main jobs, which role is the most challenging one? The most challenging out of all the jobs that I do? Mm-hmm. Yep. They all have their own individual challenges, but the most challenging one, uh, that's really, really difficult. It depends from day to day, really, Amber. Some days I go home really, really happy and really excited, and other days I go home frustrated. Um, like yesterday, for example, I went home in a really, really good mood because I'd worked on a, a CCA project with some kids, and we were building wristwatches out of micro bits, and we had a lot of success, so I went home in a really, really good mood. But that's not one of my main jobs. Biggest frustration, answering emails. There you go. I spend an awful lot of time answering emails. Definitely. That's my biggest frustration. There you go. I see lots of teachers have tons of emails that they have to. Oh, anywhere between 80 and 100 emails a day in my inbox. What? That's a lot. Oh, yes. It's a lot. For students, we don't even really have one each day, but if it's homework, then probably two or three. You get a lot of things through Google Classroom, right? Notifications from Google Classroom, yeah. I get all those as well on top of the emails. (laughs) Question four. This might be oh so difficult. Use three to five adjectives to describe yourself. (laughs) Three to five adjectives. Uh, Short. Hairy. Short, caring, entertaining. Yep, I must say I agree with you. All right. If I had to choose three, then I would say uh, you're entertaining, like quite humorous, maybe smart, yeah, and kind of musical because you play the guitar. Well, you've not actually heard me play the guitar yet, Amber, so you might change your mind on the musical. But I'll take the smart one. That was great. Last week with Mr. Chan, remember? You're right. We were doing Wonderwall, weren't we? Yeah, we were doing Wonderwall. We were drowned out by the terrible singing voice, though, weren't we? Um, no. <laughs> uh, probably are afraid Mr. Chan is watching this. But I think he only listens. <laughs> I think he only listens when he's on. Now yeah. I know he listens to all of our broadcasts. Yeah. Next question. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait. If you guys haven't watched Mr. Chater singing and you're very curious of how Mr. Chater sings. And you should go watch the last week's uh, Terrific Teachers interviews. But anyway, let's get to the next question. What are your hobbies? And if you had to choose your favorite hobby, what would it be? Well, you're always making me choose my favorite. Um, hobbies. Well, my wife would say I have thousands of hobbies, none of which I devote much time to. I just spend money on buying toys. Um, <laughs> our house is full of electronics and gadgets and bits and pieces. And I... Yeah, I like spending time uh, building little electronic projects, things like um, Arduinos and Raspberry Pis. But I work with my uh, youngest son, um, Thomas. He builds a lot of things like that. And actually, he's he's much better than I am these days, so he tends to do things on his own. 
but I still like to to fiddle around with things like that and make sort of LED lights, make funny patterns and things. Uh, about eighteen months ago, I bought a bike and joined the uh, the biking fraternity from school. Uh, and Mr. Groom took me out and I would ride along the river in the middle of summer. Um, and I nearly collapsed and died on the way back because I'd not been exercising for a very, very long time. Um, but I'm getting much, much better on the bike. And I really enjoy that, even though it's really hard work. Um, I like building model kits. So at the moment, I've got a... <laughs> it's quite embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, at the moment, I've got a, a balsa aeroplane. You know, you, you build it out of balsa wood and cover it in tissue. And then it has a, an elastic band and a propeller. And you wind it up and you can fly oh, it. Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm doing a CC on a... Tuesday night with a group of kids from here and we're building sort of smaller versions but I've got a much bigger kit at home mm-hmm. that I've had for years and it drives my wife and, and family absolutely mad that bits are lying around all over the house all the time. So what have we got? Biking, electronics, balsa airplanes. I love, love listening to music um, and I love going out and eating food from all around the world. There you go. There are my hobbies. Yeah, I also like listening to music and also playing music. Like drum, piano, and guitar. See, you're far more musically talented than me. I, I'm a strictly three chords kind of guy. It's all right. But at least you play the guitar really well. <laughs> you, see, you're building this up. <laughs> I, I think our listeners are going to be somewhat <laughs> disappointed, Amber. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> After this question is uh, question number six. Have you ever experienced something that you never forget? Experience things, lots of things. I experience lots of things that I never forget. Um, obviously, it goes without saying being present for uh, the birth of our three children. That's an experience that I will never, ever, ever forget and cherish every moment. Um, that was quite. That was quite special. Um, Could tell. Yeah, uh, I won't go into details, but yeah, it was a very, very, very <laughs> special moment. Um, so there's that. I th- uh, our wedding. That was that's a moment I'll never forget. Um, lots of experiences from being a child at school. Um, I vividly, vividly remember when I was about your age. We didn't go to places like Kenting because, like I said, I went to a school that was a long way from the coast. But we used to go to um, a, a holiday camp by the name of Butlins. Now, if you're not from England or overly familiar with English culture, you probably won't know what that is. Nope. Um, but it, they're these giant holiday camps that hold literally thousands of people. And they host all sorts of activities. Uh, and I <laughs> vividly remember one activity that we did on this school camp at, at Butlins in a place called Bognor Regis. Doesn't it sound delightful? Um, it was basket weaving. <laughs> and we had to, <laughs> we all sat around in this giant room, literally hundreds of kids making uh, baskets out of sort of wicker. And then you had to take them, it's like this wood, bendable, really thin strips of bendable wood. And then you had to take them back to your, we all stayed in these sort of um, cabins, shacks I'll call them. And you had to soak the wicker baskets overnight in the bath, making the wood expand and then as it dries out, it contracts and locks together. And I remember taking this basket home, being really, really proud of this thing that I'd made. Um, and my mother pretending that she loved it and thought it was awesome. Uh, I don't think I ever saw it again. <laughs> but I, I vividly remember that. Um, I vividly remember my friend at high school. We did uh, design and technology together, and we were in the tech lab, uh, the design lab one lunchtime, and we were melting um, latex. We'd made a mold of something. I can't remember what the project was. 
but we'd made a mold of something and we were melting latex over the the Bunsen burners. Uh, and believe it or not, because I'm bald now, but at the time I had quite a lot of hair. Uh, and remember it was the 80s and people like Bon Jovi and Def Leppard were very, very popular in that time. And we all had big hair when held up into these big sort of bouffant styles with lots and lots of hairspray. Uh, and I vividly remember my friend leaning over to stir the, the melting latex in this pot and his hair catching fire over the Bunsen burner. And because it had lots of hairspray and it literally went up like a sort of like a bonfire, whoosh, really, really quickly. Yeah. (laughs) And rather than being the sort of kind and concerned friend and and worrying about his health and his well-being, uh, I think I just cracked up laughing, (laughs) rolled around on the floor. (laughs) So yeah, not, not my finest moment, I'll admit. Um, But it was very, very funny at the time. Childhood memories are always. Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah. Hold on to them forever. I think things like trips and, and, Sort of silly experiences there. They're, they're yeah. things that you mm-hmm. you treasure for the rest of your life. Yeah, like I remember going camping with school, and uh, we used to go to Lake Coniston in the Lake District and sail, hike up mountains. No, we didn't do much singing, uh, and I remember stirring because we used to go as part of the sailing club at school. We used to get to go for three weeks and teach other kids from school how to sail boats on the lake. Mm. Um, but part of that meant having to get up really early and make breakfast for the whole camp. Uh, oh. And my job was to make this sort of giant vat of baked beans. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It was huge. Um, and I remember one morning being so tired that I think I poured, yeah, I picked up a can, thinking it was a can of beans, and poured it into the beans that were already there. And it turned out it was uh, a big carton of cream that was meant to oh. go into the porridge oats. So we had very, very creamy beans that morning. <laughs> In school, you know, we go to Camp Taiwan as well, right? Yep. Yeah. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Pretty good. It's I a really, great experience. I, really I love Camp Taiwan. Me too. Swinging on the giant swing, going down the zip line. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. It's great. It's a shame that COVID stopped us from going. Hopefully next year we'll be back to normal and we can and this go year, out and explore Taiwan again. And this year we couldn't go to Canteen either yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. Two years we've missed Canteen COVID there. sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. Next what? question, Amber. Yeah, anyway. What is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not the summer holiday. It's too long uh, and too expensive. Um, my favorite holiday, I've got to say Christmas. Me too. I have to say Christmas. Even better when families are allowed to travel and we, you know, my wife's parents, my in-laws came over. Uh, a couple of years ago, we went back to uh, my mum, no, my in-laws in Newcastle. And my mum came up for a few days, so we were all together for Christmas. And I think that's what makes it so special. Well, same as you. My favorite holiday is also Christmas because I get to have the holiday to spend time with my family and friends. You And I feel good giving out gifts. And you can also receive presents. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to receive. There's some research. I've just done a course with Yale University about well-being, the science of well-being. And there's a lot of research that proves that the act of giving actually makes you feel better for longer than the Mm. act of receiving a gift. So the old saying is true. It is better to give than to receive. Yep, it definitely Can't argue with the science. Can't argue with it. Definitely can't argue with it. Next question. When you were a student, which subject was your favorite? There were a couple. I liked the sort of practical subjects. I wasn't such a fan of, of maths and English and geography and history. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed my time at school. I had a great time. I genuinely did have a great time at school. My, my favorite subjects were the more practical subjects like uh, chemistry and physics because you got to do lots of experiments mm-hmm. uh, and also things like woodwork, metalwork, 
technical drawing, Making design stuff. technology, art. Yeah, things you can do yeah. with your hands rather than rather than with your brain or your mind. Yeah, but it gives me a clue that you like to. Yeah, I, I like building and, yeah, and doing. I think I'm one of those people who learns by doing things rather than learns by being <laughs> told something. Well, great selection. I also like love building stuff and drawing and yeah. the subject art, but it isn't my favorite. Well, my favorite for those who have watched past interviews, you will probably know which subject was my favorite. For those who didn't, is PE because I love to move and you yeah, like being Mr. sporty. Yeah, Mister Demetrio and Mister Pona really have really fun activities and. Then yeah, so I just really love PE in the school. Cool, it's good to hear kids are enjoying moving around and getting active. Yeah. There's this myth around that kids do nothing but sit around on, on gadgets all day. You, know, just, you just have these giant thumbs because you won't need the rest of your digits. So it's great to hear kids saying that they enjoy PE and sport and getting out and being active. Yeah, all my friends say their favorite subject is also PE. Since cool. they love to move around and activities in school are so fun. Curriculum, fantastic, and PE. So. Good, yeah. I like it. Hopefully our PE department tune into Little Bear Radio and hear all this kudos being passed their way. Yeah, if Mr. Dimitri and Mr. Poet, if you are here, well, good job in deciding on the curriculum that we're doing in PE because all mi- my friends you, really like you it. You missed a couple of people there from the PE department. Oh, yeah, and Miss Jill, Mr. Milner, right? Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I it's definitely a, won't forget them again. big team of PE teachers we have. Yep. Question number nine. What celebrity would you meet at Starbucks for a cup of coffee? Ooh. Jim Morrison. Who's Jim Morrison? Who's Jim Morrison? (laughs) See? Oh, dear. Youth. (laughs) Youth today. Uh, Jim Morrison uh, was the singer and main songwriter of a band from the 60s and 70s called The Doors. Wait. Some classic, classic tunes. So The Doors is also your favorite band or no? Nope. Not my favorite, but I do like The Doors. It fits into my sort of range of musical genres that I like. Cool. But yeah, Jim Morrison. I would love to. I would love to hang out with Jim for a coffee. Maybe play tune in with their guitar. Oh, I would. I would love to sit and just jam away with Jim Morrison. Sadly, he died many, 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 many years ago. Oh, what a shame! He didn't live a very healthy lifestyle, Amber. Nah. Mm, sadly, but yeah, I would love to hang out for a coffee and a jam with Jim. That would be cool. Hmm. Number ten. I know you really love rock bands, am I correct? You are spot on. <laughs> Can you please tell us some fun facts about your favorite band? Oh, well, you, you've not actually asked me who my favorite band is yet. Oh, yeah. But you're, you're going to tell us about your favorite band okay, anyway. Well, I'll tell you now then, along with the, uh, my favorite fact about my favorite band. So my favorite band of all time uh, would have to be a band called ACDC, who are a hard rock band. Um They're from Australia, although the vast majority of their band members were actually born in Scotland and emigrated, or their families emigrated to Australia on the old, um, they were called 10 pound poms. So back in England, back way, way, way back in the day, you could emigrate from England to Australia for only 10 pounds, which back then was quite a lot of money. But you also got given a plot of land. So you could arrive in Australia and you got a plot of land, but then after that you were basically on your own. So a lot of the band of ACDC came from Scotland, went out to Australia, uh, and they had children, and those kids became the band members of ACDC. Oh, that's cool. Well, I don't actually have a favorite rock band as I'm youth, <laughs> and I don't know that many either anyway. Oh. <laughs> but thanks for sharing some interesting f- 
um, facts about your favorite rock band. Bonus and challenge question, which is also the last one. Please tell me it's about the favorite crisps. Nope, it's not. Oh. Maybe you'd be nervous about this no. one. Oh, okay, I'll go on then. Can you sing and play one of your favorite rock band songs? Well, <laughs> I'm actually not going to sing and play you a rock band song. Because oh. as I did mention, I have a wide range of musical genres, most of which is based around rock. But I do also like a little bit of sort of folky music. Uh-huh, um, folk music. Not so much the country and western thing, but a bit of folky stuff, sort of mm-hmm. guitar, vocal, singing, not that I can sing at all. Um, I'm a shocking singer, and I don't know who's told you that I can sing and has put you up to asking me to play the guitar and sing a song. Probably me, myself, and Me, I. myself, and I. My brain. Great film. My brain tells me that all right. you can sing. Hang on then while I... Rig this thing up and stick the old capo on. Sure. So, many, many, many years ago, there was a a film called Juno. 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 Not appropriate for for. Oh, wait, never age mind group. then. Um, never mind. It's a it's a sort of more like a teenager movie. Oh. But with the film Juno came this awesome soundtrack, and one of the songs on this awesome soundtrack was by a chap called Barry Lewis Polisar, which is an interesting name in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is called Me and You. And it's a really, really simple song, but I, I ju- it just, I just like it. I just really, really like it. Um, and it's from an album bizarrely called uh, I Eat Kids and Other Songs for Rebellious Children. Now, Barry Lewis Polisar writes songs for children. I think Little I children. saw the album before, but I didn't listen to it. Well, it, it, bizarrely, that's that's why it was really odd that he was on this Juno soundtrack because Juno oh. is not aimed at little children; it's aimed at sort of teenagers. Um, Weird. So they picked a song written for kids to put on a movie. Definitely oh. not for kids. <laughs> um, but I really like the tune, and I'm getting more and more nervous as I think about having to sing this. It's fine. Relax. Relax. <coughs> relax she says. Okay. It's not live anyway. It's not live. Just kept something going out on the internet. <laughs> Spotify. Could be the end of my career. It won't, trust me. Do I really have to sing? You don't have to if you want to, but it'll, it'll be better if you sing. Well, the song's really boring if you don't have the words, I guess. All right, just maybe stick some cheese relax, in. Relax. Maybe stick some cheese in your ears, people. <laughs> Me and you singing on the train Me and you listening to the rain Me and you, we are the same Me and you have all the fame we need Indeed, you and me are we Told you I couldn't sing You can Me and you singing in the park Me and you here waiting for the dark Me and you other spark. I have to turn the sheet over. <laughs> Me and you lighting candles in the dark to say someday there will be a new way. Me and you singing to the birds. Me and you not saying a word. Me and you wouldn't call it absurd. Me and oh, that's because. Me and you have heard you can fly As high as the sky if you try Me and you 
singing on the train Me and you listening to the rain Me and you, we are the same Me and you have all the fame we need Indeed, me and you are we Building up Me and you here waiting for the dawn Me and you and all the places we have gone Me and you sitting on the lawn Me and you just singing our song Just a rhyme to shine and to pass the time Nearly there Me and you singing to all Me and you just having a ball Me and you drawing on the wall Me and you following our call to be Like the trees just as free and easy Last verse Me and you singing on the train Me and you listening to the rain Me and you we are the same Me and you have all the fame we need Indeed me and you are we I told you you were a great singer. Oh, I'm a shocking singer. And when I listen back to this, Amber, I'm going to curl up into a ball and cry. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> you're actually great at singing. Thank you very much, but I just think you're being kind. Have I, have I gone bright red? Uh, no. My face bright red? No. I thought no, my no, face was no. bright red. I feel quite hot. All right. Do you have any more questions? <laughs> nope. No, but you not ask me my favorite question. You ask it to everyone else. How about... Chris? Yay! My favorite favorite Chris. Favorite Chris. Favorite Chris. Uh, pickled onion flavor. What is that? Monster Munch. <laughs> what is that? If you've wait, Monster Munch. Pickled Monst- oh. Monster Munch, Chris. Pickled mm. onion flavor, Monster Munch, Chris. They're so pickly oniony that they make your face go like you can't see this obviously on Little Bear Radio, but Amber can. When you eat one, they make your face go like this. The, uh, and that's, that's what I really like about it. There you go. Pickled yeah. onion flavor Monster Munch. Go All and buy right. a bag. <laughs> sure. I will probably try. Probably. If I can find it. If you can, if you get hold of some, let me know where. Because I've not been able to buy them in Taiwan. Uh, sure. Why not? Well, thank you for joining us today, Mr. Gamble. Thank you so much for singing yeah. and playing your guitar and answering all the questions. And by the way, have a nice day have a nice day you too amber and thanks very much for the invite thank um, you for joining and i do love playing the guitar i just don't like singing with it at the same time because i don't believe i'm very good at it all but you thanks are very much thanks very much for the invite thanks for the questions uh and if anyone downloads that off spotify and publishes it elsewhere on the internet i will claim Avenge. my i will claim my royalty fees <laughs> <laughs> anyway bye 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 thanks <laughs> <laughs>